0: Hello, I'm Hilary Robertson. Welcome to Episode 7 of Harmonious World. This week, I'm joined by acclaimed cellist Inbal Segev. It was an absolute delight to interview Inbal about her latest album, which includes Dance by Anna Klein and Edward Elgar's Cello Concerto. Inbal joined me on a not always perfect internet connection from her home in New York. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I really like this way of conducting interviews because even though you're on the other side of the States I can still see you as if you're next door you know
1: yeah I agree I like it also I get visual cues it's somehow easier than just speaking on a
0: phone definitely well it's really nice to, to meet you like this um, Thank you. I love your uh, I love your playing anyway your, your cello um, and I, this new album is simply stunning.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So can we start off by talking about um, what life was like for you pre-lockdown? So what the plans were, what you'd been doing? There was a
1: very nice summer planned uh, with a lot of touring and concerts, mostly chamber music, actually. I was supposed to play uh, at music at Menlo, which is in the West Coast. Play concertos there with really wonderful players, and Montana. There was was a uh, recital um, and other tours here in uh, in New York State. So, what are you going to do? You know, such is life.
0: Absolutely. So, so obviously, no concerts. Right. Lockdown. What have you been doing to uh, keep yourself busy? So, we, my husband and I, we have three teenage kids, so it was a, a bit of a, uh, a really
1: nice time to spend with them. Uh, they were, you know, uh, going through school on their, on a virtual school as well, so weird time. I was, um, at first I was uh, going to conquer the world, during Corona, you know, I was uh, reading all the Shostakovich quartets, and then I went to uh, study the second cello, Shostakovich cello, concerto, and things that I didn't have time before. Now, you know, it's harder to make myself practice, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I study, I study language I spend time with the kids. I
0: cook and um, read. And I, and I think you're right. I think for most of us, we were kind of like, oh, I'm going to conquer the world, I'm going to write a novel, I'm going to, you know, compose something, I'm going to paint, I'm going to learn things. But actually, it's quite hard, isn't it, when you've got all of the external things. And also, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've found, because everybody's in the same, everybody's in the house together, you don't get those moments of kind of peace when you're on your own, when you could just go, oh, I know, I'm just going to do something now.
1: Yes. Um, I, I, you know, I really like that when the kids go to school, I get my own quiet time in the apartment. Uh, so we don't have that. But I do have uh, quite a few hours quiet because they go to sleep so much later that yeah. they wake up later. And so I have the morning hours to
0: myself and I try to use them wisely. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're in New York, is that right? Yeah okay so how is how is new york sort of coming out of lockdown now how is that working uh yes started uh places started opening up cafes outdoors cafes and uh we went to our
1: first brunch after four months that was really nice (laughs) (laughs) and i am gonna get my hair done which is finally you know hallelujah Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) little things
0: yeah because because we're at the point where um we've got another week and then bars and restaurants are going to be opening up but things are definitely starting to move in terms of you know you can get a takeout of most things now so which is quite nice so you know we're getting there slowly and slowly but surely have you started making any plans for playing again there's, um, there was a chamber music concert that was delayed to the fall
1: and there's uh, some, a few of the Anna Klein concertos uh, scheduled to be in Bamberg, Germany in January. So keeping fingers crossed that those will not be canceled. Um, a lot of things were just delayed a year.
0: So yeah, we'll have a nice uh, and very busy year next in yeah. 2021. Good. Well, I'm hoping you're going to get to the UK. It would be really lovely to see you over here. Thank you. I would like that very much. Yes. Yeah. So, so can we talk about the new album then? Yeah. So um, obviously there's the Anna Klein dance and the fantastic cello concerto, which is, And I, 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 I hate to say I should have checked, but have you recorded the cello concerto before the Elgar? The
1: Elgar, no, this is my first recording. And uh, I was just so fortunate to work with the uh, LPO, the London Philharmonic, and with Maren Alsop. And um, it's, it is really their language and they, uh, their mother's tongue. They, they play it so beautifully. And uh, it was a pleasure working with them. And uh, I've played the Elgar all my life, since I was a young teenage.
0: But I've never recorded it, uh, it professionally. I've recorded live concerts of it yeah I mean it's just just a stunning piece of music and and what I really like about it is I mean, I love Elgar anyway, and the cello concerto I think is one of those pieces of music that I've grown up with that i it was probably one of the first classical pieces of music that i I experienced and it seems to me that the music not uniquely but it, it's definitely one of those pieces that gives the performer the opportunity to to play it in your own way it's almost you know there's a freedom in the writing it seems like yes
1: absolutely I think you're absolutely right uh, in a way that perhaps the Rojek and Shostakovich don't have
0: no um,
1: and I, I totally agree Uh And uh, although there is a strong tradition because of Beatrice Harrison, uh, you know, recording with Elgar and of course Jacqueline, which we all listen to and love so much. So, but still there is a lot of place there for your own, you know, timing and stretching and slides.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And, and, you know, the Jacqueline Dupre, um, wonderful as it is. I mean, it's definitive post the Elgar time itself, but, nevertheless i think that there is something there's always something new that can be brought to it which i love yeah so i i do i did enjoy your listening to your performance of that so thank uh, you yeah so so talk to me about the anna klein commission and how that came about
1: um i met anna through conductor marin also and she really saw something there i think she she felt um, my, my character was somehow complementary to Anna's or vice versa. And we're both maybe soft-spoken a little bit. We're both expats. So Anna is British, but she lives in America. I'm Israeli. I live in America. And um, there is a shared sensibility, I think, there. And I was so happy that she made that connection. Marin made that connection between us. Uh, and then um, Anna and I, we met a few times and she sent me materials as, as she was writing it. And I give her, she asked for
0: my input, which was really great. Not all composers do that. No, <laughs> no that's right. Um, and, and I've spoken to other musicians who, who have kind of, you know, where it's it's almost like you, you, you might have a conversation to start it off, but then they come in and they go, right, here you are and just present exactly exactly and I've had those
1: and it's nothing wrong with that you know everybody have their own way of composing but I was really touched that although she is herself an amateur cellist uh, so she knows the instrument really well but she wanted me to add to some of the virtuosic passages especially and I, I think I did a good job I
0: hope you No, you you did it's 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 beautiful it's really lovely um and so so tell me about how how it was recorded when it was recorded So we recorded it in September, back in September. It's like a lifetime
1: away, you know, it's a totally different time. Um, And it was uh, really nice at the Air Studios in London. Yeah. Lovely room. Beautiful. You know, I've been to studios that are very cold and kind of office-like, and this was so not, you know, it's very nice with open windows and light. And and the orchestra was really lovely. Uh, It's a relatively young, or it's like a mix of younger people and,
0: uh, atmosphere was wonderful i mean those three days just passed so quickly for me sure so how have you been uh have you been doing some interviews and things? because obviously it came out in the middle of uh in the middle of lockdown have you been able to do lots of interviews and things to to, to publicize it because because i think it's good to listen to the music but some there's something about making that connection with the person that's created it that really helped have you have you found that So believe it or
1: not, this is my ninth interview today. Ah!
0: Oh,
1: Oh. Oh, no, I enjoy it. This is great. I mean, we always, um, you know, we need more people to be, to hear about the recordings. So this is great.
0: Because I think that making that connection with the person that's been involved in creating it, it really helps somehow make it make, you know, that connection helps. I don't know why it should, but it does helps with when you're listening to it yeah it's funny
1: i uh, i guess so i mean obviously uh, i never think that my life is very interesting i think my art is what's interesting but i think that yes there's obviously a lot of uh, people look for that connection and i feel it uh, through my social media accounts that the behind the scenes is important too
0: yes yes absolutely and and i think you know the fact that you are you're a woman with a life you know, outside, apart from your cello, that, that, that's really good. So, um, we, I know we're running short of time, but I would like to hear a little bit more about your, your background, about how you, you moved from, you know, Israel to, to New York. How did that happen? So when I was 15, I played for
1: Isaac Stern, uh, the great violinist, and, um, he, uh, really helped up, uh, start the motion for me to come here he said who would you like to study with and i said well i would like to study with aldo parisa who was teaching at yale university at the time and so he just picked up the phone and uh, my mom then made some calls i don't know i was oblivious but I, sure enough next year i was here in america <laughs> it was really an amazing uh, sort of a cinderella story because i yeah, I come from a very humble beginnings. So yeah, I could never, we could never afford a tuition that Yale uh, asked for, and they they gave me full scholarship, and uh, I was able to st- study with my teacher
0: in his home for a year, and it was a really great opportunity. That's amazing. That's it's, that's that's great. Uh, it's it's always good when it just takes one per- the right the right person to hear you play to go. Okay, now let's do something with this. Well, you, yes, but you
1: also need the right parents. I mean, it's not oh, yeah. it's perhaps a little uh, easier than it actually was, but it was certainly open a door that was not open before. Yeah, that's brilliant. And
0: um, so your fam- is your family musical? My mom is a pianist. Uh, and she, we, call it,
1: we say that she was a closet cellist because <laughs> she loved the cello and so she made me play it.
0: it well, great. I was going to ask you how, how you found
1: the cello. I heard it on the radio when I was uh, four or five, and then shortly after,
0: I started uh, playing. Yeah, because the the sound is just beautiful, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah,
0: you know, and that your particular instrument is gorgeous as well. It's got a history, hasn't it? I, I've got I've got notes somewhere about it, but I can't remember what it was. Um, yeah, so tell me about your cello. So it was made in
1: 1673. So crazy! Uh, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, <that's> only, <laughs> do you know how old that is? <laughs> Before Bach was born, it was just crazy. And it was made, so around the time that Stradivarius worked and at the same place in Cremona. And um, yeah, I'm really lucky I found it. I was looking all over the world for it. I came to England actually to look, and uh, I finally found it in Chicago. It was owned by a a cellist
0: in the orchestra there. Yeah, 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 that's amazing. Right, we're nearly running out of time, so I just, um, I I, I want to talk to you, well, can we talk a little bit about, we're going backwards and forwards a bit, but about the fact that the Elgar and the Klein were exactly 100 years apart.
1: We realised, you know, uh, I think my husband actually realised that it it was just after the fact, because I met uh, Anna already in 2015, perhaps, or 2016, so I just... So happened that the concerto was completed exactly a hundred years to the day of uh, El- Elgar completing the, the, his concerto. And it's very interesting, he wrote his right after World War I. She wrote hers right as the corona is, is
0: just making all our lives miserable. Maybe not to the same degree, but still. Difficult times for both, I think. And, and I think to have them both on the same recording is, is really, uh, it's is interesting. The, that marking that moment in time. I but, agree. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I look forward to you coming to uh, to the UK and being able to actually hear you play that beautiful cello for real in live. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you so much. Thanks Inbal. So that was the remarkable Inbal Segev talking about Elgar's cello concerto coupled with dance which is actually composed by English composer Anna Klein who is Grammy nominated and Marion Allsop is conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra. If you can get hold of the album please do it's well worth a listen. Thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World. Please do leave a review and I look forward to speaking to you next time with my next interviewee. <laughs>